Uh, I think we're at an impasse. Serge, you you decide. Mama Nobby or one of the or a leggy, and then we can debate the leggy if you just choose, go with that. Joe Root. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God! Problem solved, dude. If only. If only. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to the 15 Silly Points Podcast. I'm here with Rishi and Lexia, and we're just going to be talking about the India T20 series, just a quick recap, and then the ODI that occurred this morning for us. And um, yeah, just just go from there. Hope you guys enjoy. Uh, yeah, so let's just do a, a quick recap of everything. Um, T20 series favored in India, India's direction, obviously. Um, solid win in the end. Uh, came down to the last game. Um Couple of changes made. Coley opening it suited him actually, give him time to settle, play play the non-striker game. Um, I kind of enjoyed it, but yeah. What are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, so India came back from uh, came down back from two one to take back the series, take back the series. Uh, they unlike England, they made a lot of changes throughout the throughout the five match series with their batting lineup, and at the end settled with a. With the Kohli Rohit opening combo in order to accommodate Suryakar Karyalov and Rishabh Pant in the middle order, while England stayed consistent with their top six and exper- and st- sticked with the four pace attack with one spinner, and at the end of the day, it seemed like on these wickets, in- the Indian bats had a- had a bit more dynamic power with them, and the bowlers came out. The death bowling of India seemed to be one of the pivotal points in all the matches they won. Especially in the last match when England were at a dominant position with Milan, Milan and Butler both fifty plus before a before a hor- horrific collapse would horrific collapse on India taking the T Twenty series, which we also saw today in the ODI game, where after Bairstow and Roy's partnership, England collapsed after seeming to after after an opening partnership that made a th- made their three hundred plus tar- India's three hundred plus target look at least thirty runs short. So I think. One thing I one thing I n- notice is, and something that make India Indian fans extremely happy is the return of Boovy. Um, mm-hmm. He's really come back into full play. He was a little bit rusty at the beginning of the series, like which expect he hasn't played he hasn't played international he hasn't played any foreign cricket in a while, and he really came back well. New balls, new ball power play, really solid. And then in the depth, depth at middle overs, really tied down the England batsmen and. Change the direction for both both the T Twenty games and even the ODI today. So I think that's one of the biggest positives of, for India in the series. Another positive has has to be how easily Sura Kumar Yadav adapted to international cricket. We saw from the first ball, which he hit that lap six, one of the sexiest shots he has in in his armory, came in and he's even he's had such an impact in just his one innings that he even got India to accommodate him. And have Coley as an opener and let him take the number three position. Seems like Kel Rahul never struck form in in the in the T Twenty series. Obviously, he scored some runs today in the one day game, but he never struck form in T Twenty series. So this gave opportunity for Coley, who who was having a pretty good series, to come and come and take the opening slot and Sawyer to fit at number three. And this seems to be it was it worked at least for the for the England T Twenty. It's difficult to leave a player of Kel Rahul's caliber out of the team, but. Seems like Rohit Kohli opening column might be the way to go. India, of course, RCB. So Kohli's already said he's going to be opening for RCB in, in this IPL. This is definitely not going to be a one-game plan. 
but this seemed to work considering how much power because it seems like India's middle order issue issues, which have been a problem for the last throughout the precedence of the 2019 World Cup, seem to be really resolving. Surya Kumar at three, Pant at four, Shreya Sire at five, and then Pandya six, and then we I assume Jadeja will come back into the team once fully fit. England, meanwhile, actually you can go into England team. Yeah, so if I was England, I take a look at my squad options and think a little bit about what my ideal mix is going into the T20 World Cup. See, the problem with them right now is I think England got in the T20 series caught up in a little bit of this um, a little bit of this push and pull where they weren't necessarily sure of um, either what approach to take sometimes or even more so they tended to crumble a little bit under pressure, which is something we don't necessarily see that often from this England team. Right. There's um, there's there's situations in which they collapse in which you would not necessarily expect to collapse. There's um, times where they end, they struggle to get going. They back their boundary hitting, but the boundaries just weren't coming off. And with that, the team started to unravel down the middle order. And I think the thing England have got to sort out is what's their batting order going to look like? Because let's let's take there's two things. One is a batting order. So let's first go into that. With the batting order, are you going to put Dawid Milan at number three? And then um, who are you going to put at number four? And number five and number six, Barristow at four is the current plan, then Morgan and Stokes at five and six. And then that leads to the question of what's your team's approach? Is Milan the anchor batsman? All right, fine. But given your batting depth, where you've got Tom Curran at eight, Joffre Archer at nine, is it really the wisest thing in the world to have an anchor? And that's a question that England was struggling with. Milan obviously omitted the anchor approach completely in the fifth game and played really well for it. But that's the type of thing England need to see from him going forward because what they showed here is that they're not as capable of accelerating quickly as we thought they were. And if that's the case, you can't pick an anchor because you're burning a lot of time. In a team like England, you either have an anchor who's taking up some balls so that you can eventually have your big six hitters accelerate or you have everyone go from the get-go full on and trust your batting depth to come through if you have an anchor you cannot struggle to get going and that's the problem with ben stokes right now didn't really get going until maybe the last game where he started maybe taking on a little bit that's something england need to fix with their approach so i'm gonna disagree a little bit again i know last time we debated a lot about anchor as well I don't think so. Obviously, Milan, you seem to have termed Milan as the anchor role. Personally, I don't think he was playing an anchor role. I think he just struggled in the second, third, and fourth T20 games. He just struggled to get going. Never really got the boundary ball that he wanted early on. He definitely struggled on the slower tracks against the spin. And it seems if he resolved that issue in the fifth game, which led to a pretty productive score 60 of 40. England never changed their top six, I believe, in the first in throughout the series all they really think i think they did was switch morgan and stokes around a bit but that's something we've said that the, those two players are definitely uh inter interchangeable depending on situation uh i just think i i think it's just milan struggle this is first series in india and i think he just struggled to adapt to the pitches but he seemed to be getting more into it but we saw the result of the game i think with a, with a productive if he gets a productive ipl season going on he'll be he'll do a lot better of course we have a t20 world cup in india happening so personally i think I, I think I, I tweeted this out um, 
it's the two best T20 teams easily in the world. I think I think England's top six would they would win them win ninety five percent of matches anywhere. Uh, it's just India just seem to have that extra quality to it that can dismantle that lineup. I wouldn't be changing the top six still. I keep the same top six and I'd I'd continue the aggressive approach. I don't think Milan's playing an anchor role. He's definitely doesn't have the fastest start to his innings, but he's easily able to catch up. It's just he struggled at the start of the series, and I think right. he could definitely he'll do better in the future. I think and the I reason be matches against future. England are so valuable, ma- matches against India are so valuable for England and vice versa is because both of these two teams are the only ones at each other's level. If England yeah. played like this against South Africa or against Pakistan or against West Indies or against Australia, they'd win easy. And so that's the thing, right? India is the only team that's capable of uncovering so many of these flaws for um, the English team. But my question then for England, now that if we're uncovering flaws comes into this, what happens with the death bowling? Because yeah. once yeah. again, Chris Jordan, uh, he it's has a great reputation, but he hasn't really shown the performance justifying that over the last while. When his Yorkers come off, he's great. But when his Yorkers don't come off, he doesn't really have another another tool in his in his in his arsenal. Let's take another um, let's take another case. Tom Curran, not the player he was with the Sydney Sixers, missing his lens. Um, not really contributing with the bat. And what are they doing with Sam Curran? That's another question for me because if Sam Curran is one of the most um, dangerous hitters in the lineup in terms of pure acceleration, then as a lot of teams have shown, that type of power is better off used earlier in the innings. You come in, bat for five, six balls, get out. But if you're batting him at number nine, then you better bowl him more because otherwise he's not providing any value. So yeah. are you picking him in the team? Are you picking him as a as someone who can contribute quick runs and send him up the order, send him opening like he did for the Super Kings? If if you're having him as a bowling all rounder, then give him more than two overs to bowl. And Morgan's a very shrewd captain, so I, I trust what he's doing. But it just seems to me as if Sam Curran's a tool that's being wasted. He's not bowling. He's not batting. I'm Seward, What do you take? I'm curious here. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Just to jump back to the anchor con- uh, conversation before I can continue with the Sam Curran topic. Um. If we look at the mantra that. Uh, India was using in terms of Kohli being the anchor, which he very much is the anchor. He plays throughout the innings for India for most of the time. Um, there's the stat that like 17 matches that Kohli has um, played and got played through the entire innings and got not out at the end. Um, they've won, India has won all 17 of those T20 matches. So I think the anchor role is pretty important. So you can't discount like England, like like Rishi was saying, I think Milan will have a huge impact in the World T20. Um, once he gets used to this, um, after playing in the IPL as well, you'll get used to Indian conditions. And I think that'll help a lot um, yeah. going into the World T20. Um, but yeah, I, I I think you should have that anchor role. You can't just drop that person because the way Colby played was just magnificent. And if someone can have that person in Milan, what he does is it's very similar style of play of, um, to Colby. It's a slow start to the innings, and then he accelerates very quickly in the death overs. Yeah, my, and I think that's very important to England. Yeah, my whole argument is that Milan is Milan could be the anchor. It's just it's not the the fact. I don't think we need to define. Oh, we need an anchor here. The whole he just has to play better, and he just ha- did not yeah. play better at the start of the uh, start of the series. It had more time. had more to do with form than approach for me, and then exactly. and execution. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I also want to say like if I had to attribute England's. Uh, that the the where the series was won, it's India's death bowling versus England's death bowling. I don't think England's batting was and any issues really. Uh, don't think Sam Curran can go up the order. Don't think that's a viable option. There's too many, too many solid batsmen. Uh, this is not Chennai Super Kings. We don't. This is not. This is not a team of Shane Watson, Faf Duplessis, Ambadi Raidu, bunch of 35 year olds. These are informed 
T20 batting stars. I don't think Sam Curran could go in, but I do agree. Tom Curran, Chris Jordan were not good enough this series. Joff Archer and Mark Wood were class above the rest, though. They've identified, I think, just things that are very clear with England's bowling attack. Two pace bowlers that have shown to be high quality, Archer and Wood. Although Rashid has proven, has added a new dimension to his game, new ball bowling in this, in the power play. So they've established three bowlers. They have, but there are questions. Tom Curran, Chris Jordan, both are not, both are leaking too many runs at the, at the death and not picking up wickets with a new ball. And the role of Sam Curran, yeah, I agree. Uh, he needs to be bowling more overs. I don't think he needs to go up the border, but he needs to be bowling more overs. That England, the, the issue that England found with him was they, they bowled Stokes instead of him. Yeah. And Stokes was bowling very well in the 50-20 at like an economy of eight or something. And I think that's that's where they have to trade off. It's like Curran's overs go to Stokes in that case. If Stokes isn't bowling well, then Curran's not bowling. I think that's where it happens. Then wouldn't wouldn't it just make more sense like to pick a second spinner then? Then to actually have I know I know yeah, Sam who's Curran, gonna spin. That that who's, brings who's me to the question spin? of where is Moeen Ali? He's always been one of the most dangerous accelerators in any game. Dropping catches in the outfield. No, no, no. But let's take his fielding aside. Okay. Let's just take his let's just take his strike rate yeah. and spin. We talking about Moeen fielding. Ali, Chris Jordan is the best fielder in the game. <laughs> Moeen Ali okay. is oh, someone who has after Owen Morgan, he's their best player spin. England's best player spin um, in T20s oh, in terms so. of strike rate, in terms of strike Bear rate. So. I think Bairstow is better. I think Roy... oh, I'm just speaking in terms of strike rate. I am not speaking okay. in terms of control. I'm speaking in terms of strike rate. Okay. I believe Crickfist put out the analysis. I think even more than Morgan, Moeen Ali had the highest strike rate against spin when starting off. India really struggled against it sometimes when the ball started skidding on a little bit. Um, against Washington Sundar in a couple of the games, um, really couldn't get him away. And I'm just wondering, you know, I get what Morgan's saying, that the pitch isn't really suitable for spin. But if you're only going to bowl Sam Curran two overs a match, isn't Moeen Ali better for the role? I yeah, mean, I agree. He accelerate, he's a better batsman. And what are you going to lose with the two over Sam Curran is bowling? It's not as Curran is anything more than a slightly above replacement bowler, which Moeen would be too on those tracks. So I just don't see what England are gaining by leaving him out. Now, if your plan is to build for the future and you're putting in Sam Curran instead of 34-year-old Moeen Ali, then sure, I understand. But the World T20 is in October. You're not building yeah, for the future. Yeah, you're, there's no future building right now. That's for the one day. That's for the ODI games. Uh, well, you can have... Well, Sam Curran did not bowl bad in this series. He just didn't get to bowl opportunities. Moeen Ali can easily come into play for a Chris Jordan or a Tom Curran. Having Chris Jordan and Tom Curran at the moment was easily 8 over 80 runs every game in this series. Moeen Ali can definitely come in. Sam Curran, probably the best use of him would be in the new ball. I think my only issue with Sam Curran is he just he just doesn't have the pace at the, for the T20 game. At the moment, and medium pacers don't usually work as effectively unless you're unless they have a wide variety of cutters and different slower balls. But I do think he can be used with with the new ball, couple overs, and then the other couple overs can be used by Moyne Ali in the middle, especially especially with a team of lefties. Obviously, India India didn't have the outside of Rishabh Pant. I don't believe that and Ishan Kishan for one game they didn't really have too many lefties in their team, but he could definitely be used against many different sides and. It, it just it just makes no sense that we I, there was so much drama surrounding Moeen Ali in the test series. Oh, why is he going home? He's been rested. Why is he going back after one test match after he got eight wickets in that match? And to not have him play all, at all in this series, it just didn't really make no sense. And even India and England played on the same pitches. India always played two spinners. And even though not many of the games in India played two spinners, both spinners went for runs. 
wet, both spinners had good games. At least one of the spinners had a decent game, and at least they had the option of knowing they had a second spinner. And if it, obviously when India gets Jadeja back, they're going to use him, right? Just They should use Moinoli the same way. Moinoli will come in at seven, which should be his slot. I would not be putting him in the top six um, for sure, but get him at seven and get him in bowling some overs. And he, He's a confidence player. If you can get some confidence going in, that'll definitely help. I mean, the ODI today definitely didn't help. He was trashed in his three overs, dropped a catch. Got a decent 30 runs, but... Not... Does that solve the death overs problem, though? The death bowling? Yeah. No, it doesn't. The death bowling problem is a little bit different. I think in that case, you really just need to hope Joffrey Archer's healthy, number one, and that he's not bowling too many overs in the power play because the fact remains, if, if England can sort out the power play bowling with having Mark Wood come on and play well, which he's done, right, then Joffrey Archer could be saved more for the death You've got Mark Wood in the open, in the open with Adil Rashid yeah. in the power play. That really helps England out a lot because their death bowling issues come entirely down to three things. Number one is Chris Jordan not being good enough. Number two is Tom Curran not being good enough. Number three is, I mean, Joff Arch just not having enough overs at the death. Yeah. And if that's what you're going to do, then you're really going to have to say, well, I can't drop both Chris Jordan and Tom Curran. So we're just going to need to have more Joffrey Bullmore at the death. I'd, I'd say back one of Chris Jordan or, or Tom Curran, back one, and then keep looking at other options. As, so who'd you guys back between the two? Uh, I want to say Chris Jordan because I just want to because he needs to be in the outfield too. Um, but you can obviously use him as a twelfth man in that case. Uh, I think Chris Jordan. I actually would back Chris Jordan. He has the experience. He's been playing for seven, eight years, and he's had good T twenty series here and there. And I think. He should be able to grab this role now. Like Tom Curran is still young, uh, he's still inexperienced playing. So, and there's not too much time till T20 World Cup. So, I'd be focusing on the more experienced player. And if I had to look at other options, yeah. there's obviously Reese Topley was in the squad. I don't know why Chris Wilkes is not being considered for this, but I don't think he's an option because he doesn't play a T20 match in six years. Chris Wilkes, I believe, was rested. Um, but they did. I think they would have considered him, but they're not going to take him to the T20 squad now because, as you said, he just doesn't have the experience. Yeah, now it's too late. It's Maybe if he got the series, but I think... Yeah, I just wonder if this is a time when they might have might have wondered if they could have stuck with Joe Root for a while because Root... Before, the reason Root was taken off from the T20 team is just because he plays too much of the other formats and doesn't get a chance to play T20s overall. And so... Also, you know, Milan took a spot. Also, Milan, yeah. Yeah, that too. But then... Milan has bowled in first-class cricket. Why didn't they give him the chance to develop his bowling in the shorter formats in the, in the domestic game? You know, that, that's something that I just... They, they already have too many bowlers to pick from right now. No, but they don't have spin options. They're clearly... Do- they clearly, no, spin they clearly don't trust... If you're only going with Adil Rashid, you don't have enough. They clearly don't trust Moinelli. Clearly there's no trust in Moinelli, and they've never given an opportunity to any of the other spinners who have just been in the squads. Matt Parkinson's been in the England squad for like a year. He's never played. Liam Dawson's always in the squad, never plays. So... After, I think death bowling and spin has to be addressed. I mean, obviously, England have a quality like other issues is pretty superb this series. But uh, I guess if he keeps bowling in the power play and you have Sam Curran bowling a couple overs in the new ball, that can give more overs to Joffrey Archer. Mark Wood obviously can also take the new ball. He bowled extremely well this series, both quick. I think he averaged 91 miles this series. That's intense. And then he can also, he also, he's a decent boy at the death, Mark Wood. He's not, um, he's not the best. He's not a Joffrey Archer. But he's still, I say, slightly better to Chris Jordan and Tom Curran. I'd, I'd back Chris Jordan. I'd look at other options from than Tom Curran, or maybe just replace Tom Curran and Moynelli right now. Yeah, I definitely think in India, especially 
Chris Jordan's probably a better option just because the pure variation that he has compared to Tom Curran. Yeah. Because uh, all all of those cutters and the like. Are Chris? Yeah, just the variation that Jordan. I know has. Chris Jordan and Tom Curran played IPL last season. Are they both in squads this season? Yeah, they're both retained by the franchise. Okay, because uh, if I remember Chris Jordan played Kings Eleven last year, he started off very badly and then came back well in the end. And then Tom Curran, I mean, there's it's hard. He didn't really Tom play. Curran played at the start when Ben Stokes was not available, but once he was available, England Rajasthan Royals have four overseas players. They just can't, can't you can't really break it. So I guess you could also look at who has the more productive IPL season. Yeah, Morgan said basically a lot of it's going to come down to who has a really good IPL season. You know. This is something where I start to wonder, let's pivot a little bit to the ODI series right now. What are they going to gain from this ODI series that might inform them for the T20 World Cup, I guess, in terms of form? Because clearly one thing we see here is that they're trying to give Ben Stokes more time in the middle to get his groove in, to maybe get more accustomed to Indian pitches. So it's not just about building for the future, as they said. Right? Morgan keeps saying, oh, this is building for the future. I don't think so. I think, firstly, Sam Billings playing in the ODI in the ODI squad really is important because if he bangs the door down and then does well in the IPL, all of a sudden the door starts to open just a little bit more in the middle order for them. Um, so I, I think they could get some useful stuff out of the ODIs. The question is just, what are they looking for? It's unfortunate because I don't think Sam Billings is available for us in the series now. No, no, no. Um, his shoulder was jarred. He came out to bat. Yeah. He should be all right okay. for moving forward. But let's just let's just presume. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Him. I mean, Sam. Bo- Sam. I- I'm happy that he's got games. He had a great, great ODI summer last season. Last year, he did really well against both Australia and Ireland. And it's good that there's a spot for him in the in the in, in such a competitive batting order. Obviously, it was really unlu- unlucky. He always he always is in the team whenever Ben Stokes is not available. Usually. Uh, but he always has to slot right back out when Stokes becomes available again. But I guess now that Root's not available, Stokes is able to go to three and uh, and he's able to slot in at five or six. So uh, he's definitely he'll definitely be in the T twenty squad. I don't I be, I believe he'll be England's first backup player if Alex Hales is not in the squad, obviously. But that's due to other circumstances we don't need to talk about. Uh, but yeah, I think Sam Bowie's he's quality player, quality outfielder too in the deep. So. Uh, that's definitely something they're looking at. Yeah, they can definitely look at since Wokes and Archer are not playing this series. It's they can definitely keep looking at uh depth over options. I know there's been a lot of talk about Reese Topley. I've seen uh, in in uh, for him being selected. I know he's in the ODI squad, and it's very possible that he'll get a game in this ODI series. So they could definitely be looking at him as an option. Death bowling is the same in ODI cricket as in T20 cricket. It just lasts a bit longer because of how long the format is. Uh. Otherwise, yeah, the batting won't be too different because Root's not playing. You got Roy Bairstow were in rollicking form today, as you could, as we saw today. And then Morgan Stokes is still there. Butler, Butler obviously, but has a different role in, in the game. Bairstow's playing well. Yeah, Bairstow's playing well. Uh, but yeah, that's something they could definitely look um, at. It's actually amazing to see someone struggle in red ball cricket and then suddenly just burst into the scene in white ball. Yeah, it's I pretty know. Cool Bairstow's, see the difference. Yeah, Bairstow's different. Yeah. Another thing that was, now to move yeah. to the Indian team, we saw like the ODIs. Kohli came into open in the in the T Twenty series, right? Because first that one failed for one game and got booted, and then Rahul got booted after three games, and then immediately change of format, and that one and Rahul are back in the runs for India. The, okay, Rahul struggled for like the first part of his innings, 
I, he was he wasn't really scoring and he wasn't like I don't know there was no intent in his yeah I think he was struggling he obviously did pick it up after Pandya came in yeah I mean I think, I, I think it's because couple wickets but, he came uh, in with a couple wickets fell quickly and then uh, another wicket fell yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I think once he got in but I I, I definitely think this ODI is like it, this ODI is gonna settle his like spot and settle his mind at least and get him scoring some runs. And then I think he'll get back into that strike. Yeah, when it comes to ODI, when it comes to ODI cricket, India has a un, unlike their T Twenty team, which we saw kept chopping and changing. Their T Twenty, their ODI team, the top six is very settled. Once Hardik Pandya is bowling, there's really no yeah. issues with who their top six should be. Their their number seven has always been Jadeja. So once he's injured, they've gone for another Walmart version. Seems like this is the, this is the season of Walmart Jadeja. So we first Akshar Patel in the Test series. Now we got Krunal Pandya. Scoring runs and scoring runs and playing an innings only Jadeja himself can do. Had a great debut. Uh, obviously, India is also looking. Obviously, Odia Cookie also India has said well, this is our chance to give more opportunities to different to new players. So they gave opportunity to Prasad Krishna, promising Karnataka Pacer, who bowled really well today, got four wickets. Uh, Booby was absolutely superb with the new ball. England were 140. England were 140. And they were going at 10 and over, and Booby was going 3 and over in the power play, which is amazing. And I think, and obviously, India, they don't have Boomer in this series, so they obviously have the op- giving opportunities to Shardel Thakur as well, who played the T20 series, had decent success here and there. It was expensive at times, but also got a lot of key wickets. Has a good variety of, yeah, golden mm-hmm. arm, has a good variety of knuckleballs. But yeah, I think when it comes to ODI cricket, India's a lot more settled, especially because they have the, easily the best top three. They have a very settled. Uh, four, five, six now. Though it seems Trey Sire is probably going to be not on the team team next game. I think he's out of the series uh, with the shoulder injury. I'm not sure though because he did come out to bat. No, no, he he got the injury in the second inning, so never mind. So that could be either Surya Kumar Yadav or Pant comes into the team. So yeah, not much to look into the, to the ODI game. I think uh, I think basically England just cl- England played kind of how they did in the T20s they had a good like in the 5th T20 they had a really rollicking start and then just collapsed through some superb pace bowling yeah i want to talk about uh Prasad Krishna for but just a bit i know like he's he's probably getting his chance only for like a bit for these ODIs because it doesn't really matter. Like, well, if he keeps this like, up, it might not just things. be just a bit because one thing we've seen, for example, True. with Natarajan, right, is that uh, one good performance puts you in the reckoning. Washington Sunder, too. One good performance puts you in the re- reckoning. You force your way in, and then you're there. They can't really drop you. The you know people point at Karunair as a counterexample, someone who did really well and then got dropped. But really what did Karunair in was that when he got picked again, uh, he didn't play as well, and then even though he was in and around the squad, he didn't have the domestic performances to back it up. Prasad Krishna, if he gets kept around the squad, would probably be performing at a pretty high level in order to be around. And I would say he fills a niche that a, a niche that India really, really need. Well, so one thing about Prasad and- Krishna, he is backed by Virat Kohli. Kohli, a couple of years ago, said this is a bowler to look out for in the future. Kohli said he himself has always struggled when in domestic games and IPL against Preston Krishna. So once I heard that, I knew he'd always be around the Indian team because Kohli does control everything. And so he is rated very highly. Uh, but yeah, he... I, don't... I think what what really helped him in this match was just his height, honestly, because the way he was bowling, he was just try- extracting as much bounce as he could get. And you could see the catches were just going like to mid-wicket. And then, uh, I don't know. Like it was, it was all straightforward catches, and it was just the batsman not anticipating the bounce, and it was just jumping up on the bat. And, you know, 
going for easy catches. So, I mean, I don't know how effective he'll be in the future. I'm sure he's a great bowler, but from what we've seen today, um, he was effective, but it just may be a matter of England batsmen just predicting him. Yeah. I think one box. thing we need to talk about, though, is we've been talking about England's spin options. What are India's spin options here? They did a merry-go-round with their spinners in the T20 series. They had Washington Sundar. They had Chahal. They ended up coming, giving a debut to Rahul Chahar, who gave who had performances here and there. Uh, that today in the ODI, they gave they gave uh, Kuldeep Yadav an opportunity after like three four months, and today he struggled. Today went went seven over yet again. Uh, Kunal Pandey obviously is making his debut. Obviously, a lot of this has to do with the fact that Jadeja has not been available. But who is India's second spinner in the T Twenty and ODI game? Who are they? Who are we going with? Because it doesn't seem like Chahal is trusted anymore. Sundar has performances here and there, but does have games where he goes four over fifty, like in the fifth game. Uh, they gave a debut to Rahul Chahar. What are who is going to be India's second spinner in the in the World Cup T Twenty in the T Twenty World Cup? As you said, uh, Jadeja is probably the like main main spinner in India once he comes back. Uh, we were talking about it like in a couple of podcasts ago, but Ashwin would be nice to see him back in both ODI and T20 cricket for India. It's probably not going to happen just because of the pure number of options that we have. Um, but I think Jadeja is your left arm off spinner. And then uh, Chahal, if we're talking about T20, Chahal looks like just some someone Koi looks to go to um, frequently. And then you also have Sundar. So it, I don't know. There's so many options. I don't think Pandya, Colonel Pandya is going to really break into that um, mm-hmm. just as yet. He may in the future, but he's just not there yet. Walmart. He's a spinner. He's like, he's an unlucky one. Akshar, just like a, just like how Akshar Patel won't play another test match for India in a while. Colonel's not playing after the series. He's just, exactly. He, he's just a replica. They're just both replicas of one of India's best all-rounders. Yeah. I, I, in that sense, I think Sundar could actually make the team. Um, I think that's a pretty high probability. Uh Considering uh, you you need like a right right hand off spin and then a left hand off spinner, um, I think the decision's probably going to be between Chahal and him. Jadeja is going to be in the team. Yeah, but, I think Jadeja. I think Jadeja is like Musk, one of the first names picked. Has to be. Yeah. That's interesting. What about you, Luxor? Yeah, Luxor, what do you think? Well, with regards to India spinners, I I think they're better off just picking one and sticking to him. Because I think if you continue this merry-go-round of, of spinners, all you're going to end up doing is ensuring none of them have the confidence to kick on. And you're going to see what happened with the test team where for a while neither Jadeja nor Ashwin really had the benefit of form and confidence to kick on. Uh, happened in T20 as well. Uh, obviously, T20 is a little bit different because you have your franchises that you play for, etc. But I think all that's said and done, the thing with the Indian players is that they don't necessarily get as much high-level T20 exposure as we would all think they do. Um, in fact, they play the IPL, yes, but then they only play um, the uh, international cricket as their other exposure. Whereas with Australia or with England, you play the IPL, you play the Big Bash League, you play international cricket, you have more exposure overall. So I think all that said and done means you really have to trust one good spinner and make him your chief make him your chief guy because they need rhythm they need reps they can't just keep drag getting dragged along to play as like you know one game every five pick a spinner if it's washington sundar fine but pick him and back him 
and say, let him grow, let him learn. You know, there's going to be, this is international cricket is a place where he's going to need to learn a little bit because there's not as many franchise opportunities available to him. So let him learn, uh, back his ability and see, watch him grow. Because otherwise, let's say this is what happened. Let's say you pick Chahar for one game, you pick uh, Sundar for another, you pick Jadeja for one more. Okay, fantastic. Now, if one of them has a bad game, they're out of the reckoning for the next series. What kind of message does that send a player? Moreover, that doesn't give them the freedom to experiment with their form or with their um, techniques as they would like. In fact, uh, this is a, something a number of the English players have said that they really enjoyed about Owen Morgan and his squad between 2015 and 19. The stability and selection and the encouragement of exp exploration of techniques for the good of the team. And I think this is what India need to do. I think they should just pick Washington Sundar, who's done really well, and just back him. And not have a second spinner in the team. No, 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 Jadeja's, no, no. Jadeja's always there. I don't think we're debating. Jadeja's, okay, okay. Jadeja's the second spinner. Yeah. Okay, okay. I think yeah. the only issue people have, you will have with Jadeja and Sundar, they're just both finger spinners. And I, uh, it's just finger spinner don't have the same amount of success as a wrist spinner. But I, I was... But Chahal doesn't have any success anyway. So I mean, fine. yeah, Chahal's... There's no other option. But I mean, the thing is now we're going to have an IPL. And based on IPL performance, Chahal is always in super because it's an IPL. So I think he will probably slot into that single spinner spot. I'm like, I can. This is just what I think is going to happen. He's going to have an excellent IPL, and he's going to come back to the team. And I think what's going to happen is he's going to go do. The, I've said this before. I always make this joke around. I think on podcasts before. Jahal and Kulip do this merry-go-round thing. One, one, one hits form, plays some games, loses form. You, you switch it, and then they just can keep doing that. They might just do that with Jahal and Sundar, I guess. Um, another option is at the moment. I can't believe I'm saying this. India's pace, uh, India's has better pace options right now than they have spin options. I actually can't believe we're saying this now, but I trust Indian pace bowlers more than I trust their spinners now in T20 cricket. And I maybe I know I disagree with England's selection because of having four pacers, then an all rounder, and then a spinner, a pace bowling rounder. Maybe India just goes one spinner only, takes JJ in based on conditions. If it's conditions where it's, you don't need two spinners, take one spinner and then back. Four pace bowlers plus Pandya. You got you have Boovy and Boomer will be starting. Then you have options. No, I think there's a danger here, though. I think there's a very big danger here that's not being accounted for, which is that if the pitch begins to behave differently from what you expect, which we've seen several times, or if conditions behave a little bit differently from what's expected, sometimes you expect the pitch to break up in the second innings and it just doesn't. Then you're in a real quandary. And yeah. I think that's that's why you just can't do that. That's why I think Jadeja and Sundar are both so important to the team. They're both Jadeja's worth this place as a batsman. He's worth yeah. this place as a bowler. You've got to take him because he adds that balance. Then you take Sundar as your lead spinner, and the guy can bat really well. We all know this. So, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I don't yeah. think we're debating. I'm not debating Jadeja's position in the team. He's my first, one of the first players I'm picking. Uh, I don't really think Sundar's a good batsman in T20 cricket. I, I've watched, I've watched him for okay. RCB. He's not a good player. He can't hit. Re when it comes to uh, T20 cricket, he's a pro solid first class batsman, and I, which is shown in his test game. Uh, I just don't think Sunil has a wicket taking ability that a Chahal has, uh, or even a Rahul Chahar. But I do think he has more. More but typically has a better economy, which may be something that India needs for. I guess, but he also not Sometimes he gets. He also goes. Uh, Washington. He was forward fifty. Forward fifty two. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the last game, but obviously it's T twenties. But yeah, I my my method I suggested was pretty radical. I don't think it's something India would adopt because it's it's like 
then you don't. Then what's even the point of having of having Hardik Pandya as a bowler if you're going to pick four Pacers, right? I think mm-hmm. I think once that's yeah. another thing we didn't talk about was Hardik Pandya's success this series as a bowler. He came bowled really well in the last two ODIs. Mm-hmm. Brings a lot of balance to the team that they can just switch off overs here and there. But yeah, yeah, he definitely picked it up in the last two T20s, yeah. which was extremely key. But uh, and then finally his batting actually was beneficial to Indiana. It was in the fifth game. He did um, well in the finishing role. He was he was rusty game, exactly. to start. But uh Harley Pondy is a great player. I think everyone knows that he did so well in Australia. I don't think India has any worries about him right now that he's playing playing his role. Yeah. I think uh what about what about the pace attacks for India? Because I once everyone's healthy, once everyone's back, I think I'm thinking we're looking Booby, at Booby picked themselves Booby and and then it's probably a toss-up between Shami and... Shami, Nacho, Thakur. I don't know. Or, like, you, you got three options there. It all Thakur, depends. Yeah. I think... I think pick, my issue with picking Shami along with Booby and Boomer is you have three bowlers who are pretty much same pace and have the same core strengths. Uh, so, and then you really don't... And the thing is, if you have Booby and Boomer, you're not going to need Shami at the death as much. And I don't think... I think though his, he has the same... He has the same strengths as them. So, India might look at... Narajan with a left yeah, arm, but, with a left arm angle, or or, or with a yeah, but Natarajan's more also more of like a death bowler as well. Yeah, but he's yeah, but Natarajan comes in. He you can say Nat Natarajan and Boovy are on the same level when it comes to death bowler. You can give more new ball, you new new ball versus Boovy. But I'd say Boovy's better with new yeah. Boovy's better with new ball, and he's better with death than Shami. That's that's the thing. Uh, yeah. Dakar has more slower yeah. balls. Come comes in better in the middle overs, uh, and so. But if I I I I'd probably go Booby Boomer Docker for now, simply because Docker is getting has the most game experience at the moment. But also we even we have a full IPL to look at, and all these guys will be in their first playing team for their IPL team for the IPL, so they can also evaluate after that. But yeah, India's score for India. So yeah, this is the last T twenty right series uh, for India. Co- so this it's sort of everything's uh, hinging Co- on the T twenty. Coley said IPL. there might be a T twenty series after the test their tour of england they might fit one in before the world t20 but that's a, that is a while away that's at least four months away i think they'll do it because i i don't think they have the um uh the quality of competition to comp- to um find elsewhere if they're not playing against england because let's be clear if if england or india played this type of cricket against any other side in the world they'd have won the series 4-1 that's done yeah I think you. I think I think you know what I'm thinking already. I I, I will argue <laughs> New that New Zealand, Zealand can, can, would compete against these two teams. New Zealand did not get smacked. They struggled against Australia. They won Come the on. series three two. No, I know, I know, I know. But the games are like pretty close, and three two against Australia and an Australian team. Australia is a good it's team. Point you know that wasn't the first. Uh, that wasn't the first trend T Twenty Australian side either. Oh, uh, that is it's true. Exactly. Even though that has merit. You also have to. I, a lot of those Australian players were playing a full season of Big Bash, and I could argue that those players probably would do better than a Steve Smith who had just played four Test match series, and Mitchell Stark, uh, David Warner too. All those players. Nah, the the bowling the bowling would have made a big. You really difference. think so? I think that's where you really that's think where so. The, the players who played Big Bash would would do would do a lot worse than Mitchell Stark would, considering the form he was in. And it's not like the, these bowlers. These the bowlers were picked against India. They struggled. Oh, okay. I, I guess that doesn't help the argument because you guys are saying India could beat these teams easily. Um, I mean New Zealand do. I, I mean New Zealand also have been giving a lot of opportunity. They, 
opportunity. Kane Williamson did not play most of that series either. Ross Taylor is not pl- playing T20 cricket anymore. They also are giving opportunities to a lot of new players too. Devin Conway, Glenn Phillips, uh, Mark Chapman. So it's not like New Zealand came out with their full A team. I do think I think New Zealand and, and Australia are still can compete with these two teams. Australia, Australia lost two one to England last summer, but it was a pretty close series. They collapsed one game. Which which they should have won, so that easily could have been two one. I don't think it's as these two teams are as far fetched as you say. And if if there's any chance, all the IPLs, the South African IPL stars can get together and they somehow get AB Villiers as that team, we can also look at South Africa as a competitor. And then you never know with West Indies, right? You can't put them off, especially especially if they can. But I mean, after the World Cup, after the ODI World Cup, if they can get the. Huge, like big prospects going into that. That's true. Completely but this is, this is T20 cricket. This is more of their format. I think there was a lot of unnecessary hype around the team in the 2019 World Cup. But uh, we saw Kyrie, Kyr- uh the Cornwall. Sorry, just before you go, West Indies. Oh, Cornwall, yeah, this, 60 something. Dude, uh, not what out. an innings. What Solid a player. Innings. I mean, don't forget. And then Kyron Poehler had six sixes recently. And you have, you have so many, yeah. play, so many T20 uh, superstars playing leagues all the time. You can never count that, that team out. T20 cricket is T20 cricket. I don't think you can ever mm-hmm. just say India and England just whitewash any other team 4 1. Yeah, I think we're also slightly biased based on that. We just saw their series and it was so close. And they were easily, was definitely the two, the, so, the two best teams yeah. for sure. But like I've, I've said, India and England were favorites in the 2019 World Cup and 2017 Champions Trophy. And India did not make the finals 2019 and England did not make the finals in 2017. So anything could happen. I want to make this world. Yeah. World 11? World 11, what format do you want to do? We've done test, but... T20. Oh, yeah, T20. T20's hard, dude. T20. T20's hard, dude. T20. All right, we'll see, we'll see. All right, let's uh, set up some ground rules. The player has to play regularly in the position that they're being picked for. This means you can't pick Virat as an opener. What if he's opening now? Um, no, he doesn't play there regularly. And so, until he plays he has, it regularly, he's, a, he's he can't at full pick. IPL season as an opener, though. He doesn't still play there regularly right now, just for the sake of ground rules. Can't put oh, yeah. him there. I think this. Otherwise, it opens the door to a whole lot of other. Stuff. We just don't want William Williamson. I don't. I'm not going to put Williamson in my World Eleven. <laughs> you never know. All right, let's start with openers. Uh, okay, wait. I'm going to pull out the rankings. I have to pull out the World T20 rankings, though. I think. Yeah, by the way, guys, we're doing here. this on spot. I'm just having some fun here. Um, I don't. These. Yeah. I probably. I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably gonna have a different team after. After the this podcast, but like. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. See, I <laughs> see. Like before the series, I would have picked K. Rawls as my opener, but now he's not even in the team. So how could I pick him? Uh, I think. Uh, okay. Can we agree on Rohit Sharma? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Rishi? Rohit does not have the greatest IPL record, but he's a great Indian opener. Nah. I think yeah, he's okay. had enough quality with ICC the is completely different. I think yeah. he's had enough high-quality opposition and competition and results to say Rohit belongs in the, in, the, in the World 11. Okay. I think with Rohit, I would probably think, you know, I, one of... Fincher Warner. Barbara Fincher Zong, Warner. Aaron Finch... Or Joss Butler. This this is why I don't want to do this. Joss Butler, Aaron Finch, David Warner. Those were like the three I was thinking. So, 
Let's. I, I would go with David Warner. Have a right-left combination at the top. Butler can play in the middle order. I don't know if that matters so much in T20, though. Mm. Right-left combo. It does because but. it prevents you from opening with spinners as easily. Because um, if you have both right-handers, you can oh, okay. do a leg spinner at opening, and that changes the equation. So let's go with... Also, oh, this team is for the Indian. No, no, India. yeah. So no, we'll do. We're doing. Spinners. We'll do this best. No, no. Okay, you on. want. You want. Okay, if we're going with India, then I'm picking no. David Warner too because just because of his IPL record. Then. David yeah. Warner, Rohit. David Warner had orange yeah. cap like three seasons. He's always in the top five. Even though I, Aaron Pitch is number two in the rankings, and I'd really want to pick him, but I think I'll just go David Warner because he. David Warner, number three, Virat. Any questions there? Yeah, I think Virat. Not for me. Okay. Right, goalie number three. Number four, I think I'd go with Joss Butler myself. Okay. He's got to be in the team. Okay, okay. Can we look? He plays okay, let's four. look at all the number fours in World Cricket first then. I think that would be easier. Bob Arzum opens for Pakistan? Sure. Right. So not yeah. an option. Um, who's England's number four? Johnny Bairstow right now? Uh, Butler wait, or wait, Bairstow? Wait, wait, wait. Is this – are we only looking at international people? Or, like, okay, like if we really want to look at the best number four, I would have A.B. De Villiers. Is he, but is he retired? So we're not counting that. No, oh, he's retired. retired. Okay, he's don't, retired. Count don't count him. Don't count him. Maybe the village is still is still one of the best number four. So, yeah. um, he's going to be for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking. I mean, I'm looking um, at the rankings. I'm just pulling it up. Pulling it up. You got Milan, Finch, Azam. None of these guys bat. TJ number four is actually the worst position to bat up in T20 cricket. It's a pretty wide, um statement okay yeah i guess i'll go with joss bowler but that we're already breaking your regularity rule he doesn't bat number four friend butler batted pretty reg. no he batted very regularly at number four for england up until this series in t20 cricket no he didn't yes he yes, did not he did. not in the last five series he's played he's been opening since 2018 no, um, he batted in the middle order a bit for Rajasthan, but Morgan oh. also said that he's going to be batting at number four for England too from time to time because he just has the ability to accelerate in the middle order. So against the South, against South Africa, for example, he played at number four in the T20 no, series. No, he didn't, but Bear still batted at number four in Butler Open. This is a South Africa before lockdown. Oh, I don't, that series, I don't even remember that series. <laughs> he did, I know he opened. I, I know he, I know he, no, I know he, he batted an IPL at he batted lower down the order in the IPL. Anyways, for the sake here, I think I'd say Joss Butler at number four. Are we coming up with a collective World Eleven? We're doing collective World Eleven, right? Yeah. No, definitely not. No. Such an average. He's he's a better Test player right now than T Twenty player. I love the guy, but he hasn't warranted a place in a World Eleven for a T Twenty for the last couple yeah. of years. Oh, he's had two great IPLs, and then he had a bad IPL. So right now, no. Nah. Uh, okay, we'll go with Josh Butler at number four. I I don't think – I think I would have a better option, but I think I have a good option at number five that I think could be an interesting one. Who do you – well, I want to hear what you guys think first. And I, okay, Butler, there's, he's keeping, so we don't have to worry about keeping anymore. Who do you guys got at number five? The problem is no one really knows who bats at number five on a regular because it switches around so often. Uh, up until this series, the only specialist number five was Owen Morgan, and even that's changed. <laughs> so I would say let's just take a middle order batsman. Um, I'm, I'm I mean, going Glenn Maxwell. I think I'd go with Glenn oh, Maxwell. Okay, got agreement there. 
Yeah, I'm going Glenn Maxwell because I'm only looking. If we're looking to look at international, we're looking at play. At he's just he's always been a great T20 player for Australia. I don't think he really ever loses yeah. form. He scored recently in New Zealand. I mean, he scored a decent draw. He scored against India. Where does Shockett play? I don't even remember the last time. I don't think Shockett's played a T. Shockett bats at number four. I don't think Shockett's played a T20 since his ban, though. So okay. it's just been too long. He hasn't played a T20 since the lockdown, but I can't even recall his stats. Obviously, there's Stokes. Stokes is an option, yeah, obviously. Maxwell. Um, but I'm picking Glenn Maxwell. I pick Maxwell over. Stokes. I take Maxwell. Yeah. So we got one part-time. We got a decent third spinner option too in Glenn Maxwell. Okay, six. Uh six. I'm. We don't have to look at a keeper now. Not a keeper. But right. I'm looking at two West Indian options actually: Kyron Pollard or Andre Russell. Pollard. Pollard. I think after the after this IPL and he just hit six sixes, yeah, probably going Kyron Pollard. Thinking number seven. Who are we thinking? Oh, what are we? What type of player are we gonna look at for number seven? We already have a keeper. Uh, we don't have. A, I would actually say Malvin Nabi deserves a look. Okay. I, okay. Let's let, let's actually make this a little easier. Let's look at. We have seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Let's look at three fast bowlers first. And then okay. okay. Bumrah, can we just agree on Bumrah? Archer, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Let me look at the bowler rankings. Who else is there? Last spot is a bit tough for me, but it comes down to standard couple of guys that we would all expect. Wow, you're gonna y'all are gonna be shocked with the num- who the highest ranked fast bowler in T Twenty cricket is. No, no, fast, fast bowler. I would not. It's oh, Tim Southey. Yeah. Tim Southey. Shiny Freeze there too. Oh, Southey. Chris Jordan is No, I would I would probably go with my own opinion is look at, if we're looking I'm, at fast bowlers, I would probably take Trent Bolt because of the left arm angle that he brings in. I was just yeah. I was thinking Trent Bolt too. I was gonna say Bolt, but but yeah. but I'm not I'm let me just Good. look at the IPL, last IPL. I know he had a great IPL, but I there's another fast bowler I'm missing for sure. Oh, I was in current. No, song? definitely form? not. Not Booby, probably. <laughs> for new ball, current form. Yeah, yeah but he doesn't play in. I I was thinking Rabada. He doesn't yet. Yeah. He's got two purple caps in a row in the, in IPL. Mm. Rabada Bolt. Yeah, I, but the question for me comes down to you already have two express pace options in Archer and Bumra. I think the left arm angle and the swing Bolt brings. Yeah, makes him a better bet. Yeah, and I guess Rabada and Archer are both good death bowlers. But um, if you got, you need someone who's really good with the new ball, and Trent Bolt is probably the best of the three with a new ball. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I. I think I'm gonna succeed there. To Bolt. So we got. Okay, so we got Archer at eight, Bumra is eleven for sure, and uh, Bolt's ten. What about Rashid oh. Khan? Rashid Khan. Oh, Rashid Khan. I, I, I was gonna say first spin option, Rashid Khan. I don't think we have to debate that. 100%. Yeah, so we just the question is now number seven. Who's our number seven? So, yeah, now I think we just have to figure out who should bat at number seven. So, yeah, let's so, look before yeah, picking. Our entire team right now is Rohit Sharma, David Warner, Virat Kohli, Joss Butler, Glenn Maxwell, Karen Pollard, blank number seven, Rashid Khan, Jofra Archer, Trent Bolt, and Justin Bumrah. So, we have three, we have three out and out quick bowlers, right? We have 
one sp- anyway one spinner. We have a part time spinner in Maxwell and a part time pacer in Pollard. So I think it's fair we go for a spinner, a spinning option at number seven. Right. Um, we already and have then, two spinners, right? Maxwell and Ar- Rashid. I re- I think I would rather let's get a better second spinner though. Okay. I think so, that holds merit because you've got four pace options in Pollard, Rashid Khan, Bolton, Boomer, or Pollard, yeah. Archer, Bolton, Boomer. So I would rather, yeah, I think, I think I would actually just pick the number seven based on personally, who's the best batsman. I think you can pick, argue for either um, uh, with spin option or a pace option, but I think batting really matters here. So I think it's uh, tough, but I think I'm the options thinking- come down for me. Uh, Mohamed Nabi. Mohamed Nabi for sure. Uh, Shakib as another. Uh, Shakib doesn't bat that low generally because he doesn't accelerate as much. But Shakib is another option for me. Um, and Mitch Santner is another. Whoo! Yeah, Mitch Santner is a good option. Uh, I was actually I was gonna say because of ODIs, I probably put Jadeja at seven, but T20s maybe not. He's not been that good in IPO with the ball. You know, Andre Russell is also an option because he has a really strong strike rate. The only batsman with a higher strike rate than Owen Morgan at the death in the first ten balls faced is Andre Russell. I think Andre Russell, I think that was a debate with Kyron Poard. I don't think, I think we need to spin a second spin option. You mean a third spin option? All right. A second, no. Maxwell is a third spin option for me. Yeah, All right. For me. I would personally. go Mohamed Nabi myself. Uh, I could see an argument for Mitch Santner. I would probably go Mohamed Nabi. You have one taking it into the batsman, one taking it away from the batsman. Rashid taking it away, Mohamed Nabi taking it into the right-hander. And I think that's a good balance. Yeah, Mohamed Nabi is the number one all-rounder. Mitchell Center is the number seven bowler. So, I think... But I think in T20 cricket, Mohamed Nabi is probably a better batsman. Yeah. Sure, because Mitchell Center, he's always an improving batsman, but he's not the best striker of the ball. I think he was so good in the world world two twenty again in India twenty sixteen, and you know you already you know I'm leading to Mitchell Center because he's a Kiwi and I don't we only have one Kiwi in this team we need two, but now I think I think Shaki I don't think Shaki's an option here at seven I don't think he'll be as useful at that, so yeah I think I think I'll go with Mohamed Nabi as well. Is Jadeja really not an option? No, he's not. He's had two. He hasn't. He didn't have a good season with the ball in IPL. I mean, we're looking for primarily a batsman, right? This is just another option. No, I switch I'm, between Maxwell and Chadeja. I'm looking at the best spinner right now, actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. I want I want five I want five bowlers in a T20 team always. Five bowlers and then two back and then a sixth ball, backup. Maxwell to me would be the sixth. Pollard can bowl if we really need. Pollard can bowl if someone gets injured. Mid game. Yeah, actually, the batting batting is pretty deep already. Batting, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I, I do not want to be relying on Rashid Khan and Archer just to be scoring runs. Yeah. So I'd rather look for, I'd rather look for, a, but I trust the top six. And then the seven is good enough to hit at the end a little. Mama Nabi. Stokes, Stokes at the end instead of a spinner. Just throwing out ideas. I, As I, a number seven. I want, I want a spinner. I don't, I'm not looking at any pace options. I think. And then I guess Lux, Lux is right there. Nobby is off spinner. My only thing with Nobby is he doesn't even get picked for his IPL franchise. So, so which has more to do with the team he plays for. But it's just like I can't even really gauge his form. 
And wait, Nobby. Okay, no, I was about to say is he retired, but no, he retired from Test cricket. So yeah, I think Serge, Lusha, you're you're set on Nobby, right? I think it's Nobby. I think if you don't go with Nobby, then um, there's a couple other good options. I mean, Ashton Agar is another one, but I, I don't think any of them have the quality that Mama Nobby does, except maybe Shakib. And Shakib doesn't accelerate nearly as quickly as Mama Nobby does, so I think it's got to be Nobby. I, I'm actually gonna th- wait. I'm actually gonna throw in two other another option here. Uh, a couple other options. Bump Rashid Khan to seven, Archer to eight, and we just pick a bet the best spinner. Adil Rashid has been one of the best spinners for England in the last since the 2015 since 2015. He's been super consistent there. And another option is, oh, this is more of this guy. I've just been really enjoyed watching him ball over the past one year. Tabari Shamsi for South Africa. I'm not comfortable with that. And the reason I'm not comfortable is because if you start picking Shamsi or Adil Rashid, then in T20 cricket, your tail is now nine. T- you're, you've got a very, very long tail all of a sudden. I mean, Archer can bat, yes. Uh, Rashid can bat, absolutely. But Jofra Archer is not the type of player who generally bats more than, um, you know, more than a few balls at a time. And he, and he hits for sure. But that's not the type of player that you would want in my mind batting at number seven. Um, I think. Okay, Archer let's eight. let's say let's say you put Rashi that seven. Is Rashi that seven the type of the type of player you would trust there, or would you rather want someone who has a little bit of a better batting to shore up the lineup in case of a few early wickets dropping? Well, okay, you tell me this. What what is in T twenty game? If you're relying on your number seven to score runs, are you even going to win that game? Fair point, but I'll counter with this then. Let's go with player specific here. Is the gain you get in bowling from switching Mohamed Nabi to Adil Rashid worth the dip in batting? Okay, so before before I'm before I counter that, I'm just gonna say not just Adil Rashid. We're gonna look at I'm gonna look at Adil Rashid, Adam Zampa, Tabar Shamsi. These like spinners who have been dominating for their countries recently. Okay. Uh I th- I think so because I I think you know if these guys play, they're gonna bowl four overs. They're expected to bowl four overs, so you know, so they're gonna have impact on every game they play with their bowling. But the number of times the that a team is gonna get five down and, and quickly and re- rely on their number seven to score is not gonna be as much. So I think the output gained from uh, the better bowling of uh, Zampa, Rashid, or Shamsi is better than relying on Nabi to score runs. And other uh, she's no. For me, it, it comes more down to the question of, you know, let's say you're it's in the fifteenth over and seven it's five down, right? And you're chasing and you need a, a few more runs to win the game. I would be more comfortable knowing I have Mohammed Nabi, um, uh, Jofra Archer and Rashid Khan than Rashid Khan, Jofra Archer and Adam Zampa coming in. I think it gives your top order a little bit more freedom to play more expressively. We see with KL Rahul, for example, the drag that a weak batting lineup can have on the rest of the on, on the star players. So I think because Ooh. of that, I think because of that, I would say, you know, having a slightly deeper batting lineup makes the batting in front of you a bit more comfortable to go all out. Remember here, we haven't picked any one of the anchor role. Every player here, including Virat Kohli, is capable of accelerating very, very quickly for run chases. That also lends itself to quick wickets for sometimes when wickets just don't when the wicket just doesn't work out and when shots don't come off properly. This is a team that has a very high variance 
in terms of what outcome you're going to get by lengthening the batting lineup, you minimize that. That's just my case here. So you tell me, tell me this, tell me this before you're, you definitely have a good point. Do you think, what do you, what do you, do you agree that the leggies I'm mentioning, do you think they're better bowlers than Mama Nubby? I think so. If, if a bit more marginally than you say, but I, I think so. I would take Adam Zampa as a bowler over Mama Nubby. Then I think, Okay, so uh, I think we're at an impasse, Serge. You you decide, Mama Nabi or one of the or a leggy, and then we could debate the leggy if you just choose, go with that. Joe Root. <laughs> <Easy>. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Problem solved, dude. If only, if only. Also, also because uh, luxury, especially KL Rahul and stuff. If we're if we take Joss Blair to be an opener only, I have a great option at number four. Nicholas Puron. Six hitter, where he keeps. Whew, one of the best hitters of spin I've seen. Yeah, but I mean, you're not dropping Rowe at third Warner. So. No, no, I'm saying if we look at Joss Blair as an opener and don't pick him, we have, we put Puron at four. Oh, like that? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's another That's thing. That's just based on how we're looking at what Butler's position is and based on Luxa's rule. I do think Coley should be looked at as an opener. Kane Williamson bats it. I think so because he 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 definitely is. It's, it's probably like the leading option right now for. Hey, opening. Kane Williamson for bat, bats it. Wait, Kane Williamson should be at four. He batted number four for Sunrises and he did so well. Over Joss? No. I mean, he's actually a number four though. Yeah, Joss has had a better record at four. We already decided this. We're just picking a number seven. Are we picking wait, the legend? Yeah. Actually, no. Who had a better IPL in last two, two, two in twenty eighteen and twenty twenty? Kane Williamson had better IPL than Josh Butler. And Josh Butler had a good IPL in twenty eighteen. Well, that's just because no, Butler didn't play well in twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. He just didn't score. But Kane Williamson did. Kane didn't even get picked yeah, for he, for all of the games, but he was uh, injured in twenty nineteen. Twenty twenty, he, he and yeah, the openers did well. And let's excuse. let's first resolve okay, okay. the leg spinner versus Mama Nabi debate. If we're going to go, are we going to go with the leg spinner? I would Search. say you go with Nabi. I, I, I personally, I, okay, to actually answer the question, I, I'd personally stick with Nabi. Okay, in this case. we'll stick with Nabi. Just because it's a, yeah, balance uh, for both on the batting end. Because, yeah, you, you probably want a, a seven that can actually hold a okay. bat. Oh, I mean, Rashid Khan would come in at seven in my team. As a, okay, yeah, okay. Rashi so doesn't more, really that more, more, more like a nine that can yeah. hit the bat. That's what okay. I, mean. I would have picked Adam Sample, by the way, not other Rashid. But that's okay. We can go with Nobby then. Yeah. So right, roll so eleven. Butler, uh, not Butler. Uh, Roy Sharma, David Warner, Virat Kohli, Joss Butler, Glenn Maxwell, Kyron Pollard, Mama Nabi, Rashid Khan, Jafar Archer, Trent Bolt, Justin Bumrah. Captain, who's captain? Roy Roy Sharma. Sharma. Rohit Sharma. Okay, cool. We got the man. Even though we have Coley here. <laughs> Rohit, Warner, all have more IPL titles than Coley. True. I don't... Yeah, but as an international captain, I don't know. I mean, that's... Yeah, a... I mean, yes. I, I'd that, go with that doesn't... Yeah. That has to do with more with who the better player is. Yeah. Who is... Uh... Okay, yeah. I guess then Coley... Wicked Keeper, Butler, Vice Captain can just go to Coley. Yeah. Pollard, Pollard would be a good vice captain too. Yeah, that's our that's our world eleven. 
anyways, guys, um, that was our World T20. Uh, let us know what you think. Um, I don't know, just on Messenger or something. But uh, um, we'll try and transition to YouTube pretty soon. So just make sure, like, just send it to all your friends. Make sure you subscribe. Subscribe. Too. Subscribe. Um, keep listening we only had 31 subscribers. Yeah. We're only going to start posting on YouTube once you reach 50 at least. So please subscribe. Let, tell your friends. Yeah. Send to your creative clubs. This is going to be the next big thing. Yeah. The great cricketer. Yeah. The great uh, cricketer. No, nah, it's cal- It's silly points. We're, we're coming, coming for them. them. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Uh, thanks, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, we'll probably be back at the end of the end of the yeah. ODI series. So two more games. But yeah. All right. See you soon. Bye.